what's going on everybody and uh, welcome back and this is i guess you can call it the second of the wwe episodes that we're going to be doing and if you remember the last one we got the same uh same guest with me today tyree what's up man huge huge wwe nerd so you might as well keep me bring me back bro might as well <laughs> you might have to just be we might as well just call you the landlord is that, right. a, is, that a, is that a safe uh name to call you for this channel? i'll take it yeah, because that's pretty much what you've become at this point. You're pretty much a <laughs> household name. <laughs> if, if 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 this uh, if this program was a um, was a uh, you know WWE or any wrestling type thing, with this term, fans would know is when you call someone a draw. You're essentially like the uh, the rock of this channel at this point when it comes to comes to WWE. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we got some exciting stuff to talk about. Um, you know, when we did this last month, was on the heels of WrestleMania. We did it about a week out, so we had some time to digest. Sure. But today's discussions are all going to be, like, straight off the hip, I feel like, because we're talking about this stuff a good two days, I'd say, after right. a, a premium live event. So it's all really fresh in our head. Um, what did you think? First, uh, you know, initial thoughts coming out of Backlash. What did you think of the show? Oh, man, Backlash was a – it was a – not only was it really fun, man, but it was, it, it, it I, I don't want to say it felt like a WrestleMania, man, but it, it definitely felt like a big four. It felt like one of those events that you, you can't miss. It was a fantastic show. Yeah, I agree. And like in the lead up, admittedly, it kind of felt like they were a little bit on cruise control, like autopilot. Cause right. you know, they had the draft coming up and they were kind of still, finishing up some of the rivalries that had just kind of culminated at mania kind of milking them for whatever was left of it so we were getting like a ton of rematches like oh my god i can't tell you how many times like if if we never get another uh a solo versus kevin owens or like Man. you know any combination of judgment day versus lwo again for the next year i'm fine with that because it might be time to move on yeah, we were getting way too much of that on the on the lead up to Backlash. So I had tempered expectations already heading into Backlash, but I, those all those expectations were pretty much revoked uh, the moment the show started. Because even if like a show doesn't have the best build, or even if the matches aren't like five star classics, we kind of learned with this show that a crowd can either make or break a show. Oh, absolutely. So with what we got on Saturday in Puerto Rico was just, you said it, it, it was, it felt like a WrestleMania type atmosphere, you know? And I think it's just something with those international crowds. I don't know if it's, you know, the way they're cut different from, you know, the U S crowds, or if they were just kind of starving for some shows there, because that was the first one. I think they said since new year's revolution of 2005. Yeah. So usually, usually those crowds are going to be super hot like that because just because they're the the rarity of which uh, WWE puts on a live event. Uh, but you know, I think uh, you know, I know Puerto Rico went crazy like that. You know, whenever they go to the UK, out it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, even the Saudi shows. I know people have their issues with the Saudi shows, but I'm, let's be real, man. Those Saudi shows bring a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of money. A lot of people are really hyped to see those shows. So you know they they found a good a good little twist with the uh, foreign market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like another thing that I 
these these are just my opinion obviously you could say what you thought but i got so much vibes from this show of an nxt black and gold from yes. 2016 type atmosphere that's kind of like the vibes that i got like i know there's a lot of talk of like is it triple h is it vince type of thing but you could tell like that product was entirely triple h's show on saturday man that was absolutely crazy <laughs> man <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see you, man, because like you know, we've always we was always kind of wondering what was going to happen, uh, you know, once the old man came back, mm-hmm. you know, and so far, you know, a lot of our fears have been a lot more like you know nightmare nightmare fueled than they have actually been you know reality. So I'll take it, you know. Right now he's he's firing on all cylinders, and I'll I'm, I'm been there, I'll be there for Monday. Excuse me, I'll be there for uh, SmackDown. I'll be there for Monday for next Monday. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we'll uh, we'll talk about some Raw and SmackDown stuff, uh, more specifically the uh, World Heavyweight uh, Tournament in a moment. But just kind of wanted to breeze through these matches real fast with, uh, with with Backlash. I don't think that there was a bad match on on the card. No, if I, me if, I, if I had to say the worst match out of all of them was in my eyes, I think the Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega match, but. The thing that that lacked in match quality made up for with sort of the um, sort of the story. It it was kind of like you know you had your hometown uh, hero sort of thing going for you with Zelina, and it was also like a clash of uh, David versus Goliath, like you know. Right. But but, but the issue with this one is like we all knew that Goliath was going to beat her ass. That's really the only right. That's the really only issue. Like I man. Like when when Zelina was out there, man, she was just soaking it all in, man. That like that was her Edge return at WrestleMania moment, man. Like you know, like I and I people, I saw people complaining and tripping about her crimes. Like nah, man, let her have that. But the reality is, like no one thought that Rhea Ripley Rhea Ripley was gonna win. That. Well, excuse me, was Rhea Ripley, that Rhea Ripley was going to lose. No one thought that, you know. And they tried to make it a little more competitive. I appreciate that, but I mean, when it's all said and done, we all knew that she was gonna get stacked and pressed. You know, so I mean, it, it it was it was good for what it was. It was good for what it was. But if anyone really thought that Rhea Ripley was going to lose at this point, it was like, I right, come on. No, nah, they did they, they did it the right way. It should have been done. You had to, you know, kind of let the hometown person get their offense in. Yeah, uh, but you know, ended the way it should have ended, and now it's looking like. <laughs> to the shock and dismay of a lot of people that were headed towards a Natalia and uh, Rhea Ripley match up next. Based yeah. On- yeah. Which, you know, which is, is it's not even that bad because Natalia is always someone that you can depend on as a, as a stalwart competitor and a, uh, and a decent challenger. But like, this would be bigger if like, and this has always been my issue with how they portrayed Natalia. It's like, you know, she should have been champion a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, she's, She's too good to be not considered a threat, you know, even in situations where we know that she's not going to get that belt. Like, but she, like, when Natalia gets a chance to be in the title match, like, you should be up with an understanding, like, yo, like, she might win this. She ain't going to win that. So it's like, it's, it's kind of hard to keep keep putting those kind of people. Same thing with Bianca's uh, opponents, man. It's like, Hey, Bianca, what, I think the, the homies are saying Bianca is on her John Cena run right now. That's both a good and a bad thing. Like we need we need a super powered, you know, hero. We need a superwoman, but at the same time, you know, she's running that risk of kind of becoming uh, what well, it become a scale stale in people's eyes. 
and started to become, you know, I think people were actually wishing for her to lose that backlash. I think, uh, especially the Puerto Rican crowd, Puerto Rican crowd wanted her to drop that title, but there's no way she should have. But mm-hmm. you know, people are starting to become a little stale with her. I mean, I don't think this, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but like, I just think that's what's been happening with her. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I, I thought like story like EO, I'm so glad got to kind of have her coming out party and show people on like a grander scale, like what she's capable of doing because she could, she could go. In oh the, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of time I feel to break her away from damage control. I think at this point, um, I think she should be doing her own thing. You think they're going to break them apart or you think they're just going to, or think she's just going to break away from damage control. It's uh, the group itself. I could see her breaking apart. At first, I feel you know what I think is probably going to end up happening at some point is we're going to get like a triple threat um, between all of them. I, I think. can see that one of them is going to end up winning money in the bank. I think Dakota or EO. That's how I feel currently. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about Bianca in a moment. One last thing about the whole uh, Natalia Rhea Ripley thing. I saw a lot of people kind of complaining as to like why we should care about Natalia challenging but if you look at the raw landscape with the women they just had the draft like you're not gonna do Becky yeah. versus you're not gonna do Becky versus Rhea right now that's like a, a at the very minimum a SummerSlam type match you're not gonna waste that right now and Becky's preoccupied with Trish at the moment right and then you, you know you've got Liv and Raquel who have the tag titles so it's like who else at this point you know, are you even going to throw it, Rhea Ripley? Rhea's Maybe got some a, of the NXT chicks on the way up, but outside of that, I think you're right. Yeah, and even then, like, I feel like you kind of got to, like, introduce them first to the audience and, like, have them rattle off wins to make the audience care before just feeding them to Rhea, you know what I mean? So, like, I really have no issues with Natalia challenging Rhea Ripley right now. It's just another notch for Rhea under her belt and another, you know, solid person for her to get in the ring with. I think the main issue with people and Natalia is the way Natalia is presented. You know, she just goes away for a long period of time and then just pops up out of nowhere like four times a year. You know, (laughs) it's either her hometown, a multi-man match at WrestleMania, the Money in the Bank match, and then one title match. That's it's like a rinse and repeat type cycle. But I think it'll be a good match. So. But, um, yeah, as far as uh, we can move on to the Bianca subject now. I think that was probably second best match of the night. I would probably put the Bad Bunny and uh, Priest match first. But from just a pure in-ring perspective, I'm going to say that that was probably the second best women's match of the year so far. Bro, they were going. Yeah. They were going. You you could tell me what you think about this. I thought at some point that an audible might have had to be called, not necessarily to have EO win, but to have a double turn happen. Right. Like Bianca wins by like, you know, like a thumb to the eye or something or like some form of like a dirty tactic to win in the end. I don't – I actually agree that – that one that should have been a possibility, but also, uh, I, I don't know if they're gonna pull the trigger on that with like Rhea Ripley being the badass right now. Right. Uh, you you can't. The, the issue is you can't have like two ultra dominant champions. Um, even if 
even if Bianca is the one who pulls out the wins in the last, like she still has to be the one who has to kind of go through the wire. Right now, Rhea Ripley is, you know, the eradicator. Like she's she's the terminator. Like she's not, she ain't really gonna be having too many problems with no matches. And we need we need that selling and we need that baby faceness from Bianca. Uh because like that's supposed to be like, isn't that supposed to be like the re- next WrestleMania match? level massive they were gonna try to pull it so like we can't even even though i think bianca would benefit from turning the heel i'm not gonna lie you know i think the est you know the mean s the tough s and the bad s would be would go crazy but at the same but once you hit that your prince you're essentially giving us a different version of rhea ripley and we need two different sides of the same coin we need we need Bianca to be the badass, but she needs to be the babyface badass. Like we, but so like, I don't know. Like she, I think she needs to go through with her matches a little bit more, because like right now she's just stomping everyone's ass. You know, it's a, they're good matches. I think that's fantastic matches, but there's never really a point where you know you think that she's going to lose. You know, and as as she's the as she's the Superman right now, even Superman. Like there was a time where it was like, hey man, Superman goes up against insurmountable odds but you still gotta have faith in superman like bianca still has to have that if she right now people are just seeing her being dominant without like the struggle if that makes sense yeah and i'm I'm not really sure what they're gonna do right now um as far as because it's like a weird situation where Rhea and bianca have like the other brands titles, but they're not on those actual brands. Right. I I don't know what they're going to do with that. I know uh, in the past they've done the thing where they've swapped the belts. I don't, I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't personally want that to happen. This is kind of what I think. And I've seen this idea thrown out too. What if they just rebrand the women's titles altogether and have Bianca be the WWE women's champ and then Rhea be the women's world champ. I'd fuck with it. I'd fuck with I, it. I just personally don't like the idea of just swapping each other's titles. I just think that's lame. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it's a little, it's kind of disrespectful to the champions, man. Most of the champions want to throw hands before they do anything like that. Yeah. So, um, but no, I, I like the way they think. I like the way that's kind of going because right now we just got a, what we got, we got rolling uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. If they're, if we're moving in that direction of adding a world heavyweight champion, I think, uh, you know, switching to one of those titles would be big for that. Yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with uh, just Bianca's next challenger in general. Cause I think SmackDown's got like the more star power of yeah. like the women, but I think raw has a little bit more depth. So I don't – because Bianca's run through – I mean, other than Charlotte, of course, but that's another match you're not going to waste, like, right now. You know, right. it's, it's very similar to the fact of Becky and Raw – I mean, Becky and Rhea on Raw to, like, Bianca and Charlotte on SmackDown. They're almost, like, adjacent to each other. You can't right. waste those, can't waste those matches right now. So I don't really know what they're going to do with um, – Bianca, maybe they'll have her go against Dakota next. I don't know. I was about to say who's 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 technically in next in line for that. Like who even she? You've got. I mean, she's just. You can maybe run Oscar back again. Maybe I don't know. All right. So let me ask you this: Who do you think is going to drop their title first, Rhea or Bianca? Because I don't think both of them are going to hold on to that. 
I'm not saying that one they won't end up having that title match at rest the next WrestleMania, but I think both of them are going to go for the next year undefeated. Yeah, I, think, I don't think neither I think one of them are going to pull up. I think Bianca's probably more likely to drop hers because she just broke the Raw Women's Championship record anyway. So it's, right. you know, I don't, I don't see Rhea losing to anybody on Raw. So. Do you think that title match at WrestleMania, you think it's going to be title for title, or you think it's just going to be end up being Rhea versus uh, Bianca? That's a good question. I mean, it, it's like it's. I'm sort of like at a rock and a hard place with that with that um, with that question because Charlotte's really the only person that Bianca still has to go through, and I don't think Charlotte has any business beating Bianca. Bianca 100 has to go right. over in that match. Right. So I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I don't know what it's going to end up being. My only guess is if throughout the progression of the rest of the year, if they do sort of like a uh, – because Rhea's respected by everybody, even though she's a heel. What if, like, Rhea ends up just kind of being like an anti, anti-hero anti type figure where she's leaning more towards the side of being a face and then Bianca turns heel and then they have that match title for title. I definitely need to see Bianca turn heel again. She was beating the shit out of people in in NXT, bro. It was rough. (laughs) Well, speaking of beating the shit out of people, we can talk about the biggest barn burner of the night, which was Omos and Seth Rollins. So, uh, oh my goodness! (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm I've I've been seeing this meme, and I'm I'm going to say it, man. People need to start giving Omos his props, bro. Like he's doing what he needs to do as a big man. Omos is making moves as a big man. Like I guess not not everyone's gonna be able to roll and be Seth Rollins, but like when you're in the ring with someone with like Seth Rollins, like they are de- they're giving you a pretty big role, they're giving you a pretty big responsibility back. Because I mean, let's see shit. His last opponent was Seth Rollins, uh, uh Brock Lesnar, um Braun Strowman. He got he has a match with AJ Styles. Braun Strowman. Right. He has he's a match with Braun Strowman. And then last okay. year. And you know these are all. I mean, these are all multiple-time champions. All right, right. about time to let, about time for people to go ahead and give Omos his props, man. He's doing what he needs to do. That was the best match of his career, yep. in my eyes. Yep. The, no yep. bar now, Question: Do you feel that his best match of his career because he's come this far, or do you feel that it's his best match simply because he was in the ring with Seth freaking Rollins? I think it's a little bit of both. Fair enough. Me too. Um, he's def- You could definitely tell that there's been improvement, but it kind of took like the performer itself to bring that out of him. Because um, I, I noticed he, he had a really good match with Braun Strowman. This might be a hot take, but I actually personally yeah. enjoyed the Braun Strowman match. It was probably my second favorite match of his at Crown. Yeah, Club. man. They, they were smacking each other, bro. They were two big horses. What are they? Big meat, big meaty man smacking meat, slapping meat. <laughs> but but no man, uh, yeah, he's and that's that's the responsibility and the greatness of a Seth freaking Rollins. Now he's he's a AJ Styles, he's a he's a Daniel Bryanson, uh, he's a he's a Brett the Hitman Hart. You know what I mean? He's a the guy that we won't say his name anymore for obvious reasons. But like you put this man in a match. And he's going to get the best match out of you. He's going to get one of the best matches out of you. But I do also want to say, I just feel that Omas has 100% improved in almost every single match he's been in. 
All right, he's been doing fantastic work. Um, man, but it was done. That that <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That stomp off the top rope was crazy. Yeah. I was wondering. How, I was, dude. I was wondering how they was gonna pull that one off, man. Because like, dude, that's a big dude. He was towering over Brock Lesnar. Not a lot of people really tower over Brock Lesnar. The only person I really saw tower was uh was Big Show. Right, like yeah. most people don't tower over Brock Lesnar, and, and you know, and Brock Lesnar's gonna throw you around no matter what because it's Brock Lesnar. But that's bro, there's like a strong foot difference, bro. All right, so man, it's, 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 I'm glad to see him come around. Like at one point in time, he's gonna he's gonna get a belt soon. I don't know how soon, but he got a. There's some kind of a run coming. I know you don't want to hear this. I I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with the United States title pretty soon, bro. Who uh, Omox? Yeah, because theory, because theory's a uh, theory is about to drop that because theory's about to come to the main event, bro. I hope so. It's about honestly, bro. I'm not, you know, bro. I know you're a bigger fan than I am of Austin Theory, man. But I respect what Austin Theory has done, bro. He's he's made the moves, and honestly, they need a they need a main event heel. But the only issue is those titles are gonna the the main titles are gonna be locked up for a while. We'll come back. We'll come to that when you're ready. But like. Yeah. You know those titles ain't really going nowhere after those after the one after the heavyweight title gets decided, and Roman's not losing at least until he breaks Hogan's record. So you think Hogan's record? Uh, he's not he's not losing before he dropped before he passed twelve hundred. Wow, I, I think don't, I, don't think, I think yeah. someone said the math with that is uh, that would take us to September of twenty twenty four. So you yeah, think you think he holds it past forty? So. I was I was I, I hate using the dirt sheets as uh, inspiration for these points because sometimes it's just basura, but I do agree that they can't update the history books and keep talking. You know, they can't we can't be having history books in 2023 talking about Bruno San Martino and Pedro Morales, even though like I respect history, I respect game, but like you know the the average 2023 year old. They're not going to watch a wrestling match. Uh, you know, I'm so sorry. The average person from 2023 isn't going to watch like today's wrestling match and hold, you know, a Vern Gagne match at the same, you know, esteem. Even though we can respect the technicality of a Vern Gagne match, right. you know, people want to like people, like they're going to be locking in for like viewers going forward. Like a lot of people's like be- wrestling now begins with Cena. All right, and that's a lot of people don't realize that a lot of a lot of their wrestling knowledge is beginning to see my wrestling knowledge begins with the golden age, you know, like the uh Hogan rock cartoon, rock and roll cartoon shit. Like that's the shit that I grew up on. Ultimate Warrior, Papa Shango making you know, making the warrior throw up and shit like that. That's where uh where I grew up on, you know. But nowadays people are growing up on you know the yes movement being the biggest thing, being like akin to Hogan. All right. And maybe that's not evil, but that's what a lot of people see. A lot of people see Seth Rollins, you know, as like the new Triple H. You know, a lot of people remember Randy Orton from Legacy and not from Evolution or, you know, or or just from when he was at when he was running solo. Like like there's this there's just different points now, not to mention, you know, respectfully, the WCW days are gone. With you know, a lot of people from my time, that's where our nostalgia is from. Now their nostalgia is, you know, TNA Impact or, you know, even to some extent AEW, even though AEW is a lot newer. But like TNA Impact, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling, like that's like the beginning for a lot of these new kids now. So WWE got to catch up. And, you know, it doesn't make sense that, you know, there's some people that's not going to, whose titles never range is never going to be made. Like, 
who has the who has the who has the four year one with the uh, title, the world title? Yeah, is I, I know I know Hogan has a Hogan has like a what a three year run, four year run, but there's someone else like right after. I don't know if it was Pedro Morales or yeah, it's Morales, Dino San Martino. Yeah. San Martino has number one. I think number two is Morales. Okay, yeah. So, like, understandable. Like, those two probably aren't going to get touched. All right, there's just like society is just too fickle to have a champion that long. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they do it like the way I think they're really going to set up this. Um, like, I'm, I don't think they're going to have people be able to challenge Reigns unless they have like uh, the world heavyweight title or something like that. And I think that's the only way they're going to be able to make him hold on to it, hold on to those belts if they want to break any of these streaks. Like, he's just not going to be, uh, he's just not going to be accessible as a champion. You know, he's going to be there every WrestleMania, but that's about it because he ain't got to do much now. But outside of that, there's almost no way you're going to be able to hold on a title for that long, man. A thousand days without no one beating you in today's day and age is almost impossible. Right. And to stay relevant, that's rough, bro. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, kind of work our way up to talking about that. Um, Just some last backlash thoughts to kind of, talk about the other matches we haven't yet talked about. Um, I really enjoyed the triple threat match, although it was a little short between uh, Lashley, Theory, and Bronson Reed. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, dude, <laughs> and, I, and I know, uh, you know, my wish won't be commanded this Friday at least because for whatever reason they're putting they're putting uh, Lashley and Theory in the same triple threat match yet again. But like, can we, can we, we've seen a lot of theory versus Lashley for the last year. They've been, it's about they, time. they've been feuding since last July, dude. Like <laughs> we got to just put, and it's a shame because they're on the same brand as each other. So, uh, you know, and they just had that match Saturday and they're going to be in the same triple threat match again, Friday, um, in the, uh, world heavyweight championship tournament. So, but. Yeah, about time, about time to put that one to bed. Right, bro. <laughs> Who do you I mean, think? It's, I mean, theory. I, I will say this: like theory, he's becoming a fantastic heel. Like he's he's doing what he needs to do to make make it happen. So I I'm a, I'm gonna keep giving him praise. But yeah, it's about about time to move on for that. What do Who you do, think about Bronson Reed? He he's really been impressing me. Um, yeah. He's like more than just a big guy. Yeah, he, he did a moonsault on Saturday. <laughs> so he he could definitely go. It's it's interesting that they moved him to Raw because I thought him and Lashley, um, in a, like a one on one setting, kind of had a little bit more meat left on the bone with that feud. Right. right. Um, but you know what I'd actually really like to see? What about a Gunther and uh, Bronson Reed match? Ooh. Because I think, man, I think that would go. Uh, I. It's crazy because I think. You know, Bron, so Braun Strowman is definitely like bigger and stronger than Bronson Reed, but I think if Bronson Reed can kind of go more than than Strowman, so and, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man, that tsunami is a is a fantastic finishing move for that guy, dude. <laughs> it's gonna, it's like, gonna get know, a... just the way he does it, bro. It's like you know, there's some people that just kind of just jumps off that rope, but the way he does it, bro, he has this jump, but it's a collapse he... too, bro. Yeah, the way like, he. he... He he's getting air, but he's definitely using gravity to fuck you up. Uh, but I definitely want to see that match, bro, man. I definitely want to see that match. Gunther's not dropping that title. He's breaking the he's breaking Honky's record. I think. Yeah, yeah, nah. And, and honestly, man, respect the Honky, but go ahead and go ahead and break that title. 
Gunther needs that. Gunther needs that record. Gunther needs that record. Um, which brings me to my uh, another question: Is who is going to take that title from him? Gunther. Yeah. Somebody got to take that title, bro. I thought it was going to be Sheamus, but they moved them on different brands, and I don't know how they're going to go about doing that. But um, September 10th is where Gunther needs to get in order to break the record. So um, I, that, to me, feels like a foregone conclusion at this point. Right. And I think that that was made even more definitive when Gunther wasn't included in the World Heavyweight Tournament, which I think was a great call because I feel yeah. like I feel like the mid-card champions shouldn't be in the tournament for the world title because it's like it's almost like a subliminal like thing that you're telling the fans like if these guys already hold a mid-card title like why are they trying to go after you know another title it's like almost in a sense telling you like this is not good enough for me right right because you can't you can't have the intercontinental champion being as dominant as then feel like well i you know this belt isn't good enough he's already making the title I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to step on the Miz's toes, but I definitely, I definitely tune in for a Gunther match whenever he comes on. No disrespect to the Miz, man, like, but he's, he's doing something with that belt. He's making that belt relevant, bro. Right. Yes. But um, I can't, I can't say the same for the U.S. title, and no, no, I, I can say the same for the U.S. title and the fact of how it's being important. But what I was about to say is I can't say the same in the aspect that they included it in the tournament. I don't know why that was. Right. I don't feel like they needed to put Theory in that tournament. I feel like that spot should have went to somebody like L.A. Knight or Call Me Crazy, but Karrion Cross could have even used that spot in that tournament. Dude, what is going on with Karrion Cross, bro? Like, ever since he grew his hair back, bro, it just seems like there's nothing. <laughs> bro. It's not really on the table for him. And he's, and he's lately even done a good job. Uh, he's like cut weight too and like try leaning down like he's actually busting his ass on uh instagram he's gotten into like uh kickboxing and shit recently so he's really trying to like uh work hard to uh kind of make the thing work i don't know man he came back he like instantly got inserted into the whole drew and roman build up for uh clash at the castle and it kind of seemed like he was going to be like a, a big player on smackdown but i i don't know what it is I mean, he doesn't necessarily have the most exciting in-ring matches, but, like, I feel like for what somebody might not have in-ring-wise, they make up for it with their promos and their characters, and I feel like he's got a great promo and a great character. Dog, so. he's in the same line uh, as a Jake the Snake. You know, right. and, maybe, and maybe he's not all the way there, man, but he's in the same line of that, man. So, like, he's entertaining, bro. Like, they, I think – but. The issue is like they're, they're the same kind of issue keeps running back. Like there's they're painting themselves in the corner with you know certain only certain people being able to get the championship, and this with this new championship, like the new champ, heavyweight champion is not going to be losing anytime soon, you know. So I mean, if you think about it, the Intercontinental title isn't coming off that, or ain't coming off the belt off off of Gunther. Uh, uh, Roman Reigns for damn sure ain't dropping his titles. The new uh, world heavyweight champion ain't gonna be dropping his title anytime soon, and Austin Theory is gonna keep going with that heavy, uh, going keep going with the United States title. All right, so the only thing we really got this moving around would be the tag team titles, and honestly, I th- I hate to say it, but I think the Usos will end up getting that back. So it's like, yeah, they, they're painting themselves in the corner, so they gotta they gotta figure a way out because like they need to let these people they gotta let these people rock. Karrion Cross needs a rock, man. He 
Also, bro, he has one of the best Jesse Ventura act, uh, impersonations I've ever heard in my life, bro. He's my guy. <laughs> Sweet, merciful God. That shit is fantastic. But, like, no, he they, he deserves the right to cook. They got to let the man cook. Yeah, they got a nice little nucleus, though, although, like, Roman's not going to be dropping the belt anytime soon. They have kind of a nice little nucleus of not only opponents for him to face, none of them are going to beat him, but like there's a, there's a couple that he's yet to face like under this current tribal chief run that he's been on. Like he hasn't faced Lashley, Sheamus, Styles to name a few, like under this specific character, we've seen him like face those guys like, like years before. Yeah. As the big dog or, uh, you know, but the, the, all those guys, even Roman himself um, are in much better, uh, iterations of themselves just since the last time they faced. Like when uh, Roman faced Lashley in 2018, both of those guys, WWE wise, are in much better versions of themselves since they oh, faced. Even Sheamus and Roman, when they faced back in uh, 2016, that was like a miserable feud. But both of those guys, both of those guys, are like on the runs of their life. Sheamus is on like a career renaissance right now. He should face Roman. So uh, although they're not going to beat him, those are still matches that are fresh, um, and I want to see them. But absolutely. Mm-hmm. But as far as the U.S. title too, they 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 themselves have their own nice little uh, kind of group of guys that they could see fight theory. You've got um, Cross as a name that you could see, and then you've got Grayson Waller, who I have high hopes for coming up from NXT, and even LA Knight. You know, that'd be something they could do with LA Knight in theory. But then who wins money in the bank? That's the thing. I think LA Knight should win money in the bank. <laughs> but, that, you know. Hey, bro. Hey, man. That uh, that hopping superplex was something nice, bro. Bro is, bro's athletic. He's athletic and entertaining. Bro, he had last week, he had literally the most throwaway match. Like, it was a good match. But he had, like, just a regular standard throwaway match on any other card against Butch. But when he had that three count, Yep. The crowd in unison was counting the pin and like popped when he won. And it was, it sounded just like when Dolph Ziggler cashed in his money in the bank. <laughs> this guy's, this guy's got a stranglehold on uh, the WWE crowd right now. Like, oh, it's, bro, man, when he, when he talks, I listen, bro. That's, uh, that's automatic. Right. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Can we talk about someone else real quick who has a, has a stranglehold on the WWE crowd? Sure. Dom flipping. Mysterio, he would have thought this, bro. He should have been in that tournament too. I feel like he, he should have, man. He should have. Listen, he might be the top heel right now, bro. He, he and I know and some of that heat is I. Some of that heat is I hate you, heat, brother. Listen, that man can't get a word in edgewise. That is, that is real heat, bro. All right, man. that is real. They he they, he has. Triple H during the reign of terror heat. Okay. Like I need him to go out. I need him to go out in, in the crowd and just get yelled at in the face one good time. All right. Cause he just stand there while just stand there just laughing. While the fans are shitting on him. Like he needs that man. Who would have thought that Dom going to prison for 32 hours <laughs> would have gave us one of the greatest heels in modern history, bro. All right, because he doesn't. Because people had it confused. People said that he has Xbox heat, and he doesn't. 
I don't believe that's what it is, bro. I think he has genuine people will pay money to see to come cuss him out heat. All right. right. He's he's doing he's doing his job right now. All right. He's every piece of Eddie's son and it is great Mysterios. I'll tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're about to see um kind of our first glimpse of what he what he can bring to this table without Rey Mysterio there to kind of lean yep. on because a lot of that heat kind of stemmed from the fact of them loving Ray and then him being opposed to him. So I think now we're kind of going to get a first glimpse of uh, sort of if it was a Lin Sanity run or if this is uh, or if this if is this something legit. Yeah, which I think as of where things stand, I think it's going to keep carrying over because he was on Raw last night. And he got. He got some reactions. Well, at least yeah. somebody got a reaction because that crowd was fucking dead. <laughs> Bro, the, the 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 noise that they had to pipe in during the Lesnar segment was fucking like they were you couldn't even hear him talk. It kept, like the way they piped it in, you couldn't even hear Lesnar like say a word. Right. And and why do you that's how whack of a crowd whack of a crowd is. Why do you need to pump in noise for a Lesnar segment, a segment where Lesnar is beating the crap out of someone. Right. That's just, that makes me want to yell. Yeah. Whoop his ass, Brock! <laughs> what did you think about that match? You know, I'm kind of on the fence, but it's just because it's, you know, as we talked before, there's there's only so far that everyone's able to go right now, but the right person won. The right person won in a way that was feasible, even if you didn't like it. All right. And it was a match that made Cody even better than what he is. All right. Because I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard me recently, but you haven't heard me say, anything on the along the lines of I don't see it for Cody Rhodes anymore. I've you know, I've always been a fan of Cody Rhodes from Dashing to Disturbed. I even love Stardust. I am because I'm a big comic book nerd. I enjoyed Stardust. Yeah. You know, and I but more important, I enjoyed how he turned, you know, shit into magic because he made that Stardust shit work. You know, the mm-hmm. cosmic wasteland shit was fun to me. But I also understood why, you know, he don't ever he wouldn't ever want to do no shit like that again. But I never really saw you know, because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a big hoss. So I watch these big hosses go against Roman Reigns. It's like, hey, bro, Lashley can't beat him. McIntyre can't beat him. Sheamus can't beat him. Braun Strowman can't beat him. Bray Wyatt can't beat him. But Cody Rose in the disaster kick is going to do it? Come on, Pram. That don't make sense. But he has tapped into my fandom the same way that his father has. And, you know, he's made a believer out of me. So he needed to win that match, and he needed to win that match like that because he wasn't going to beat Lesnar, you know, with physicality. He was maybe going to beat him, you know, with some, you know, bash him in the head with something or hit running him over or something. But, like, he wasn't going to beat Lesnar on some fist-to-fist, man-to-man thing. That just wasn't going to happen. So he had to beat Lesnar in a way that made sense. Him being in a Kimura, you know, in an excruciating pain, but finding a way to win the match, not beating Brock Lesnar. So I, I I thought it was fantastic. I thought it went the way. Uh, did you see how you see the crowd give Lesnar love after that? Yeah, yeah. When they yeah, went on, yeah, yeah. That's 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 appreciation for a dude who was working, man. Because like he bashed his head pretty well, bro. And 
Bro, Cody Rhodes smacked the shit out of him during one of that buildup, man. So he was he made sure he made Cody eat some of that, man. Did you see the Bob the Crash Holly walk though, bro? That's the only part that had me dying, bro. <laughs> Thinking about Cody? Yes, dog. No, yeah, dude, dude, he said Brock Lesnar off and he walked up with the yeah. oh, YR all the oh my god, bro. Hey bro, you gotta ring that shit in, bro. Cause that's too funny. <laughs> that's too funny. My thoughts about the match is because they were obviously planning on doing another one because they just announced last night they're having their second match at Night of Champions. Yeah. They weren't going to give us too much or give all that away on the first match that they were going to have with each other. My one issue with it is that it went on last. Right. Oh, no, it had no business going if you, on last. If you knew, I don't think it should have gone on last either way, but especially if you knew – that it was going to end the way it did. There's no reason why it should have went on last over the uh, Bad Bunny and Priest match. Yeah, that was kind of a. It didn't over. It didn't hurt the overall show. I feel like any significantly, but it's like a small uh, kind of nitpick. I could. I could it was, bro. It was. It was a. It was WrestleMania 18 all over again. Yeah, yeah. Because, like. It, it, it's like you couldn't have known that, you know, there would have been so much emotional energy throughout the arena during that. But at the same time, just based off of everything that was building up, you kind of you kind of should have looked back to that and said, now, nah, go ahead, go ahead, put on, you know, Bad Bunny on last. He one. I ain't gonna lie. I think he deserved to have main event. I do. I think he's earned yeah. the right to have the main event, especially in Puerto Rico, especially in Puerto Rico. But also there was just no way. And I enjoyed the Lesnar. Rhodes match for sure, but there's just no way you was going to be able to top that, bro. Like, there was no way you're going to be able to top the energy from the Bad Bunny Damian Priest match. Like, people were excited for that shit, bro. Like, they should that that definitely should have went on last. Definitely should have went on last. I think Priest is stock now, and you and I said this a month ago. We were the guys prior to this even happening, saying we were like. Fully on board with the Damian Priest train. Yes. And his stock now, you you got to think, is through the roof. Because if they trusted him in that spot um, to kind of carry and guide Bad Bunny. Because that was Bad Bunny's first one-on-one match, people yeah. have to remember. Yeah. The, first, the first match that he had, he had not only Priest, but Miz and Morrison. He had three guys in there to kind of lean on. And then yeah. he obviously did the Rumble match spot. But that's like a big, you know. Kind of, that's not really like a match match, if that makes sense. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, this was the first match where he was in a one-on-one setting. So I think you got to give Priest his uh, his due there. Because if be there spot. was any match that made Priest a made man, it was this one right here. And, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but they've been giving him the ball a lot, you right. know, in regards of, like, just Judgment Day in general. Like, you know... I don't want to say Finn Balor has been kind of getting phased to the side, but like they've definitely twisted it more so that you know that uh, that that uh, uh, Priest has been interacting with Don more, and they've been interacting with Rhea Ripley more, and that's kind of who the core Judgment Day is. With Finn, you know, kind of being the old spiritual leader, that I think is about to get put to pasture. I ain't gonna lie; I think they're about to edge his ass soon. I hate to say it; I think they're gonna get him out of there. Um, but I think they're actually going to add someone else too to the to the to Judgment Day as well. Really? Wow. Yeah, I've been but, seeing. Uh, I've been you seeing know, it's people. a hope though. I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's a hope that 
you know, because they're going to, I think what's about to happen is they're going to just establish another leader, you know, establish a leader of judgment day. And I hope that instead of them beating the shit out of Val- Valerie, getting them out, like, you know, he just does the, because it seems like they're all kind of cool too. Like, that's the thing about judgment day. Like, like they're, they're heels, but you can tell that they got each other's back. And because they're of that, they, they're heels, but they're, they're heels with a slight leaning towards the tween. Like, mm. All the stuff they're doing, especially with Rhea Ripley, is like, you know, you know, Rhea Ripley's a badass. But so is Damian Priest. Even Dom's coming on in his own. And, you know, Finn Balor's a, you know, first universal champion. So, like, it's a it's a group of badasses doing badass things. They got each other's back. So, like, they're definitely heels, but they you can definitely tell they're kind of leaning a little bit towards that, you know, that face side. Just a little bit. Just enough for people to take stock and care. So, I hope what actually happens is Finn just says, you know what, I've never, I was never leader of uh, Judgment Day. And just points to her and tells her who the real leader is. It was always been you. And they should keep that shit going, bro. They, I think they got a real good shit going. You know, for example, and especially with that long, we always joke around long-term storytelling. But, um, you know, when uh, uh, they had the bloodline kind of doing business with the Judgment Day, you know, Finn was on board, but he didn't forget the shit that was happening. Hey, bro, man, he was telling people, hey, man, we still... I still need to bust your ass. I ain't forgot about this. Any shit happen? I can do. I can let business be business. We can handle business, man. Don't forget. I still want to bust Roman's ass. I still want to bust Solo's ass. Don't you think otherwise? So he's not. He's not too big to you know handle business. Make sure the shit is going the right way. I think it would be smart for him just to step aside and just you know take a back seat instead of them booting him out. I think they've done a lot of good work with Judgment Day for them to just start dismantling that way. Um, hopefully they add somebody though. They need to add at least another woman, female though. I said a while ago, and I don't think it's even possible now because Cross is on SmackDown. But I was thinking about Cross and Scarlet joining Judgment Day a while back. That wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad fit. It wouldn't because it would give Cross the like rub and exposure that he needs. I think what he's lacking right now is reactions from people. Yeah. So, yeah. but I don't think that's. Clearly he has to cut work. his hair, bro. He has to cut his hair. He's got to go back to being bald. <laughs> he has to, bro. Like, because when he was, no, I'm saying, I'm dead serious. I know it sounds stupid, but like when he was bald, like he looked like he would fuck you up. Now he looks like Dick Tracy. <laughs> okay, like I can't, I can't do nothing with this. And they done, they done nerfed the the Scarlet entrance. So yeah. like they not like they took all the cool things about him. I man, I hate that Adam Cole promo that just popped in my head now. Oh my god. <laughs> That shit was so unnecessary, bro. Like, why'd they do that, bro? All right, because I, I think character Cross can go, bro. I really did. I actually, I'm a fan of his work, bro. He, I think he can go. But they played that man like he wasn't, like, they had to gimmick him up like that, and they just had to bring the bell for Adam Cole. That was a brutal promo. Why would you guys do that? So, but, you know, but the reality is, once after they that promo stopped, or after they finished that promo, they did nerf his shit a lot, man. They nerfed his entrance. They nerfed the music. They nerfed the, the whole presentation, you know, and they they took away what we were all used to seeing with Karrion Cross. And, you know, then they gave us, you know, like I said, Dick Tracy. He looks like in- Inspector Gadget without his hat on, bro. Like, like no, we must do something better than this. We must. We must. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I wanted to kind of bring it back to what you said about the bloodline and the Judgment Day's um, sort of agreement that they had. If you paid close attention, Heyman and Priest were like extra chummy with each other compared to the rest of those interactions. And I think that the next 
Paul Heyman guy after the bloodline story is all said and done should be priest. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent, bro. And I'm a, listen. If you are a Paul Heyman guy, I'm a fan of you. I'm just, I, I am. All right. I was mm. I, when Paul was when it was Curtis Axel was a Paul Heyman guy. He was getting those cheap ones over Triple H. So like, you know what, Paul Heyman can't do no wrong. I'm a fan of Paul Heyman. All right. I've I've called him Uncle Paul in public, even though I've never met that man. So you know, Damian Priest. He's nice with it, bro. So uh, he that's a that's a future world champion. That's a future world champion. It really is. It, it might be 2025 or 2026, but that's a future world champion. For so sure. I, I, do you do you, do you see a, a potential of him turning on Judgment Day to join Paul Heyman anytime soon, though? Maybe at some point, but I again I don't know because it all kind of boils down to whenever the bloodline stuff ends. You can't really tap into that without the whole Roman thing ending. So the 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 bloodline situation, at least as we know it, is probably going to end in the next couple of months. I believe that there's going to be a there's going to be a bloodline continuation, but like this stuff with solo and the Usos, like that's going to that's got to finish up. Right? He almost popped Jay. Yeah. You almost popped Jay. And Jay was not having it. And and at some point in time, we're gonna get main event Jay back. So that at least that iteration is going to end. Now from there, I wouldn't be like for example, I wouldn't be surprised if like especially if they end up trying to do uh if they really try to push that Reigns Rock situation again, I would not be surprised if, if Reigns calls up uh uh Ava Rain. Wow. Do you like bro, do you understand the psychological uh, uh, fuckery behind the head of the table calling up the former head of the table's daughter and making him in the bloodline because she's going to choose Roman over the rock at some point. But you know, that, that's crazy. That is absolutely nuts if they do that correctly. So, like, at least how we're doing it, how, at least the bloodline that we know of is going to be ended up soon. And that means one or two of those, two of the people is, is going to be out of the bloodline. Personally, I think it's either going to be the Usos or it's going to be Jay and Solo with Jimmy sitting behind. Okay. I think Jimmy kind of needs – I think Jimmy needs the bloodline. The bloodline is Jimmy. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a story for another day. Um, Yeah, so so I guess now I just want to pivot into – Kind of brief draft thoughts before we talk about the overall World Heavyweight Championship picture here. Were you content with the overall um, draft presentation that we were given and kind of what happened with it? I I, w- I won't nitpick too much, man. I won't nitpick too much. I I, I enjoyed where the people where some of the people went. I think some of the people was real obvious, you know, uh, but. Overall, I was pretty decent with it. I was pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, I would like for them, and in, in, if they do this again in the coming years, I would like for them to have, like, a firm general manager. Like, it's, it seemed kind of silly when they're making these picks. I know they had all these, like, guest appearances of people announcing the picks, but there's no actual, like, GM. So it's like, who's making these picks? You know, right. like how silly that is. Like, Raw, select, like, who's Raw? Like, who's SmackDown? Is it just like, is the anonymous general manager computer? Oh, back God. There? 
<laughs> like that seemed a little silly to me. And I would just kind of like them to um, kind of make the draft feel a little important. Like, for example, have like, um, like what if they had like an experts panel table or something like, you know, like having like somebody's highlights and talking about like their strengths and, you know, weaknesses and why raw, like just picked sort of like, you know, like when you watch like a sports draft, like right. there's all those like analysts sitting around, like, I feel like that would add like some more stakes and make the thing feel more important, but you know, they just kind of had to uh, accomplish something in the short term. So I guess just getting everybody in their spots was important. I, I actually, I really, I really messed with that idea. I feel like they could have, uh, you know, kind of go on piggybacking off what you said. Uh, they definitely could have presented that a little bit more of a bigger thing, but I think if that's the case, they should have did like a draft special then on like yeah. Peacock and then because like the moment you the more you take to talk about uh the characteristics or why this is a good fit for Raw or why this person is going to thrive more on SmackDown than he did on NXT or whatever it may be you know you take away from the wrestling still right. and I'm okay with that as long as you kind of give me a heads up like hey this is you know this is what's going to happen and then like have maybe one of those like uh you have like a rock versus mankind at halftime heat uh, on the draft show, so we still get that get that wrestling. But no, I I agree with you. I think they could kind of post that up a little bit and kind of make that a little bit bigger, you know. This and the sports analyst idea is is on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, have some of the, have some of the old like champs from like back in the day or some of the old wrestlers from the day, you know. And well, they, yeah, I can compare him to a blackjack, you know, McGullen or something like that, and you know his craziness and. And you know JBL when he was with a you know APA as opposed to you know this is how JBL was you know as you know the the wrestling god. Um, <laughs> I, I I run around and I say that just randomly. Like I just go and get ready to start doing a squat and stuff. <laughs> I was like I don't want to. I wonder if this is going to be too much weight for a wrestling god. And then I hit my set because I'm I'm that kind of corny. That's just who I, who I am. Uh, everybody's um, got their own uh, you know things to make them go. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get that set in. But no, <laughs> good, no, good point though. Yeah. So we obviously know that the world heavyweight title is being introduced. We're finding out who the uh, you know what else is a really big pet peeve of mine that they keep saying they keep calling it the first ever world heavyweight champion. And uh, yeah, stop that. Yeah, that stop, that. <laughs> stop that immediately. Stop. It. They they have to stop that, bro. I mean, we, I mean, because how many times have we talked about how great the Undertaker looked with the World Heavyweight Championship? How Edge. how 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 many times has Edge, you know, snuck away with the World Heavyweight Championship? How many times have we uh, talked about Cena defending the World Heavyweight Championship? Hell, King Booker had the World Heavyweight Championship. So what are we doing? It's not the first time, dude. Stop being disrespectful, dog. I understand. I understand that WCW lost. I understand, but cut that shit out, bro. That's unfair. All mm-hmm. right, because it's not the first. No, right? it's not the first, and that's the, you know I don't I think I said this to you before. It's the same way like they they sometimes pretend like the universal title is bigger and more prestigious than the WWE title. Never, never, never. There will never be a belt that you created five years ago, five six years ago that's going to be more important than a belt than the belt to get in professional wrestling for over fifty to sixty years. No, there's no way, and and, and you're insulting me for telling me that. <laughs> Yeah, so they 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 obviously announced this tournament, um, and we saw yesterday the the raw bracket at least um, take 
take shape. So we know that Seth Rollins is going to be representing Raw, fighting for the title. Maybe I'm just a little picky here, but I didn't really like the whole thing of having SmackDown people be a part of the tournament. Um, And then if they win, they move over to Raw. Now, personally, I don't see anybody from SmackDown actually winning the tournament. Same. But I just think like that the optics of that kind of – it's a little wonky because it's like if they win, they move over to Raw. So why would any Smack hypothetical SmackDown person running SmackDown allow any one of their superstars to potentially get away? Right. You know? That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they win that championship, they go. Yeah. So, they, yeah. They, had, they had enough people on Raw to where they could have done an exclusive Raw tournament. I can, I can name 12 guys off the top of my head right now just on Raw alone that you could have just put in that tournament. You don't need any guys from SmackDown. Like Chad the Gable. Truth is, they could have had a bracket for SmackDown to, to be Reigns' next opponent. So, Dude, I mean, we preach the gospel, you know? Jackass. <laughs> Get it together, E. Yeah. Get it together, E. Speaking of E, we got some good news with Big E, bro. We got some good news, man. Really, I didn't know. Yeah, he's on. He's on the like. He, like he's not like coming back, but he's on. He's on the proper road of recovery. Mm. You know, they're definitely they're definitely playing it by ear. You know, there's any chance of him legitimately getting back into the ring, but like it's starting to go more towards. There's a strong possibility than there was. Hey, man, bro, I don't know if you want to do this shit. So that's that's. I'm happy to see. All right. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm sorry, you gotta bring up something. You want something else to bring up? Because there's something I've been wanting to bring up, and, and it's kind of based off of E. It's kind of based off of E. It's kind of based off the new day. Turn Xavier Woods heel. It's time. Yeah. Turn him is. heel. Turn him heel. I think I just think the whole new day um, thing is kind of grown. Gro- I don't want to say grown stale for me, but like no, stale. Stale is a fail. Is a fair word. Maybe, well, maybe not stale because like we we don't have the same uh, uh, version of New Day that we've been we've been used to having. But like because that we don't have the same New Day, we Kofi still out, E still out, man. Turn him heel. I would have I would have Xavier Woods turn heel on some psychological shit. All right, and you know when E's recovered and Kofi's recovered, they come pull him out of the darkness. All right, that's a good way to at least bring it full circle. And then after they end it, then after that they can have him but like betray like New Day totally and end it. But like they, they gotta do something with they gotta do something with him, man, because like Xavier Woods is too good of a talent. Yeah. He's too good of a talent, man. And he's just he's too good of a talent and he's too much of a good guy that you know he's never really gonna get a belt as a good guy. All right. right. Like we need we we need like psychological fucking woods. We need we need like serial killer ass woods. And it doesn't and, it, and it just like it just I don't know, they could even do something where the positivity has broken him. I don't care. But they gotta do something with him, man, because like right now he's really the only one carrying the new day name, and they're just putting him in situations where he's getting stomped out. Now look, he I think he put on a fantastic match against the ring general, but how often do we actually see someone get beat by a goddamn sleeper? Not a lot, no. Not a lot. In fact, when was the last time you saw someone get beat by a sleeper? I think it was maybe a Dolph Ziggler match. Maybe. With Kane, I think with Kane, maybe. Dolph Ziggler and Kane, possibly. 
Yeah, and even that, even, and that was crazy because Kane's not going to get put. Kane is not going to get put out by no goddamn sleeper. What are we doing here? This is the same dude who took three tombstones. <laughs> He's not going to get put out. He, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's arm, like, is 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 like, is it's not it's big, but it's not extra big. It's not Roman Reigns big. Like, like Kane should not be getting put out like that. That's just insane. That's nuts. I'm ranting and I'm about to circle playing. Excuse me, but like. You know, like it, we're at the point now where, where Woods is getting put out by secondary moves. All right, that's I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, right. like you know, you get hit with like the end of days or something like that. I think that's cool. Sometimes that's a good way to end the match. But when you get beat by secondary moves where everyone else it can either fight out of or rally out of, and you know, and, and then get beat by the finisher, like no nah, man, you should get beat by the finisher, bro. All right, you should get beat by the finisher, and right now he's getting beat by by sleeper holds. So it's, it's, we got to do something with him. Turn that well, man heel. Let him be. Let him be a creep. Let him be a creep, man. All right. Let then let New Day come pull him off the light, and then let him turn on them like uh, Rollins did uh, the Shield, bro. I'm serious, bro. That's gotta, a brilliant. Uh, there's a brilliant there's idea. so much work to be made with these three, you know. But like he getting hurt kind of put a damper on a lot of that, bro. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Hopefully somebody, uh, maybe the universe will listen to you. So yeah, I know I know y'all listening, WWE producers. I know where are you at, Freddie Prince. I know you listening, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think the right outcomes happened. The right people were pinned um, in the triple threat matches yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rollins, obviously. My question now to you, because you know that we're having a SmackDown side of things. I don't know on that on that coin who's gonna win and come out because I thought two names were the two most likeliest to represent SmackDown in the Night of Champions match and I said that was gonna be Edge or AJ Styles one of those yeah. two but then they threw a whole monkey wrench and everything because those two guys are in the same triple threat match with each other yeah so which might I add we're getting an AJ Styles Edge and Rey Mysterio triple threat match on right Friday. right are we are we like are we going to skip over this real quick cuz that's a fantastic match <laughs> yeah that's kind of what I was leading into I wanted to hear um your your predictions rather on how you see Friday unfolding we got Edge Styles and Rey and then the other one it's Sheamus Lashley and Theory and then those two winners are going to face each other in the main event I see because here's 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 where we at. We still got judgment because judgment day is on raw, right? Yeah. Okay. Judgment Day is on Raw. That's on SmackDown. Bro, I don't know. Cause I would I would you would think that Judgment Day would kind of interrupt that would get in the middle of that match, which AJ would give AJ the win, you know. I feel like AJ's gonna win that match because he just came back. Yeah, well, he's gonna yeah. pin Ray. He's gonna pin Ray, obviously. Um, I, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Um, so, and then the, then you got Theory. Uh, you Sheamus. got the same triple threat, threat match for uh, SmackDown, right? Shame, yeah. Sheamus, Lashley, oh, okay. and Theory. Yeah, Sheamus, Lashley, and Theory. That's oh, a man. that's a tricky one too because yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling like you can't have. Like you kind of feel like you can't have Theory get pinned because he's the U.S. champ and he just beat Cena a month ago. Obviously, it's a non-title match, right? But and then I kind of feel like Lashley shouldn't lose because I think that Lashley's going to end up facing Roman at Night of Champions. And they if can't... that's the case, you can't have him lose and then go face the champion and think that 
face the champ of champs and think that's going to be a people going to believe in the match. So damn, it sounds like Sheamus might be eating that pin by one of them. Yeah, yeah. Probably, Lashley might end up, but then Lashley would have to have a match later that night. And how is he losing the Styles? You might maybe have Sheamus pin Theory. Sheamus I wouldn't mind. pin Theory, and then uh, Styles beat Sheamus. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because, I mean, I, man, uh, Rollins versus Styles would be nice, but that Rollins winning that, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, Rollins winning that. There's, and honestly, bro, like, I, I, I'll be real with you. I, I don't have a problem with Rollins winning that, man. He's, he's been the workhorse for the last, like, three years. Like, all right, yeah, let that, yeah, that man deserved that title. Um, right. But, no, that's no, you're right. That's a tough scenario because there's a lot of more people. The, on the SmackDown side of things, there's a lot more people who have – who should not and probably can't take a loss right now, or sh- or especially while they're in the position of trying to uh, make themselves credible, credible competitors for Roman, credible competitors to be like the face of SmackDown. So you can't be taking too many L's right now. But somebody's got to eat that pin. That's why it didn't make sense for me to put for them to put uh, Theory in one of those triple threat matches. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. I the, I guess the thing is like they still want to keep Theory. You know, Theory is still the now. He's still the future. And he's still going to be, you know, a champion, you know, heavyweight champion at least one day sometime in the future. So, like, I mean, he has to still be part of those. But, yeah, no, I definitely would have I definitely would have swapped him off for someone else because this is a bad position. Right. I, All right. Unless something happened with two people get knocked out and end up being a count-out victory. But, like, don't I really want that? Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. Friday's looking like a must-see show. You got those – you got all those matches – Roman's gonna be back on Friday for the first time since the night after Mania. So, man. Oh yeah. By the way, I forgot to tell you this. Um, I think I told you last month how uh, I'm gonna be going to the uh, SmackDown after Money in the Bank. They just advertised Roman for it. So, bro, talk about a mega W. Let's go, bro. Uh, that's a Philly area. It's gonna be at MSG. MSG. Excuse me. Yeah. So, I lucked out there, man. Man, dude, take pictures, bro. Hey, uh, did you see? Did you hear about the wrestling match between uh, Zack Ryder and Mark Longo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro. I was like looking for uh, streaming of that. They were oh, apparently... bro, I would have paid. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, it wasn't streaming. They it was. You had to see there. You had to be there to see it, type of thing. Yeah, I saw, I, I got to see some of the videos, man. It was pretty decent. Matt Matt Cordona was was pretty decent, man. He was he was righteous for taking that, man. He's. It's good. To, it's a good thing to put him over like that. It was cool. So, that's another one. Uh, Mark Long and uh, Grayson Waller are actually like tight. So, yeah, they actually um, on uh, NXT Spring Breaking, I think it was. Yeah. Mark, the Mark Long was in the front row, and Grayson like went over by him. And they actually like announced on commentary, like, "Oh, that's Mark Long from MTV's The Challenge." It's pretty sick. Yeah. So. You think he's going to end up in the in the WWE world at some point? I don't know, man. He's like, he's just learning the ropes, but he's like already past fifty, so that's a tough. Uh, like, but then again, he could do. He could kind of. He's clearly he kind of can do whatever he sets his mind on. He's been breaking barriers for yeah. fucking decades now. So, I would, there's a there's a part of me that wish you wish I was there. I probably would have turned turned heel on him. <laughs> Yo, that would have been. <laughs> Would have been a shoot, right? Just hop the no, 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 no. You know, I got I got a lot of love for Mark Long, but I would, but storyline wise, storyline, I have a fantastic reason to turn heel on everybody, bro. 
Like I have a, I got so many like villain origin stories in regards of like the challenges and stuff like that. Like, okay, so I can see why you did that. I can see why you hit him in the head with a chair, bro. It's like, okay, well, as long as you understand. But, <laughs> but no, man, dude, no, all joking aside, man, like I'm not, bro, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't want to be a wrestler, man, but I, I wouldn't mind like getting involved, bro. Like I wouldn't mind like being a Stokely Carmichael, you know, I'll yeah. take a few bumps and talk a little shit. So, yeah, absolutely. But now nah, it'd be funny. I don't know, man. Maybe I, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, you might see me beat up, get beat up by somebody one day. Just take off the hood. Oh my God, it's free. <laughs> what Listen, the hell is he doing here? He's beating the shit out of people. He's getting revenge. Listen, man, you've got that acting experience from uh, the Batman and Superman stuff. I'm sure you can take a bump. I'm taking a bump, dude. I, dude, I told you I was supposed to do a movie with Kevin Nash. I was supposed to take a legitimate power bomb from him, right? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, there was a movie. Uh, there was a movie I was uh, doing choreography uh, choreography for. It was called The Bin, uh, and Kevin Nash was supposed to be in it, man. But he pulled something. And he, he ended up being out. But I was legitimately the uh, my the guy who sent me. I was like, "Yo, man, you're legitimately going to take a power bomb. Are you okay with that?" I looked at him like, "Hell, fucking yeah! Are you serious? You know, big of a fan I am of Kevin Nash. You know how many other people I done power bombed in my life? Shit, about time someone power bombed me. Shit, but <laughs> didn't come through." All right, so Kevin Nash, if you're listening, bro, I'll, I'll still let you slam the shit out of me, bro. Please, like, I, I need the real. Let me know. <laughs> what What do you think? Lastly, I gotta ask you about um, what do you think Roman and Lashley is like a thing? Because they they announced on commentary that uh, Michael Cole at Backlash said that Lashley said uh, Roman Reigns is the thing that he's looking forward to um, coming to SmackDown. So, and they've been teasing it. The Insta- WWE's Instagram shared that video of uh, Lashley beating Roman. At extreme yeah, so it's like so, they're trying to plant the seeds for that. They're, they're, they're setting it up. They're setting it up. But, okay, so here's here's what I'm hoping comes from this. All right. And I've, we, I've, we've been talking about it for years, for the last couple of years. I do. But I need, if this is going to happen, because we know that Lashley isn't going to get the belt, I need to see a Hurt Business versus, Judge, versus the Bloodline. I need it. Okay. And I don't mind... I don't mind if like Lashley loses the title, the title battle, but you know, you know, Hurt Business got to win the war at least. They got to win the faction war, all right, because that'll at least add more cracks to the bloodline situation. Because like I said, the the iteration that we used to seeing right now is about to be done. Right, that, that's about to be finished. Like uh, I don't know what's about to happen exactly, but that there's there's going to be a legit split. They're going to need some more members because like the bloodline itself is going to keep going. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think we're looking at like maybe another month of them together before it's yep. done. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But bro, solo solo has bro. Solo is, is become one of my favorite wrestlers right now, bro. And I've always been a fan of Umaga. So like, you know, see, but bro, that's insane, bro. That shit is like, he has embodied a Umaga type character and he's actually doing it in a better, more modernized version of what Umaga was, you know, because they, you know, you know, Umaga was, a, you know, he's the Samoan bulldoze. He was a, he was a wild, he was essentially a wild Samoan beast that would beat yeah. your ass. All right. Horribly. All right. And would also beat up lesbians, bro. Do you remember when he was three minute warning? <laughs> yeah. With him and that uh, Rosie, I think it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, Rosie was, uh, was Roman's brother, I think, I believe. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. But yeah, brother. Yeah, no. There was a there was a, like I was watching a uh, a compilation of the, the three minute warning of just Bishop saying three minutes, 
and they've just beaten ass. They dog, they beat up those. They had that hot lesbian action. They threw them chicks in the so high in the air before they hit them Samoan drops, and then they legit splashed them chicks. I was actually concerned. I actually thought, hey, bro, this might actually be a little bit much. I thought that y'all supposed to pull, y'all supposed to pull back something. Like he splashed the shit out of her, bro. Like <laughs> full on splash. Like what did you, what did she possibly do in like the training in which someone said, hey, look, look, look. So you're gonna get beat up tonight. That's that's what's gonna happen. But but no no back to solo man. He's dude. I I enjoy solo, bro. I enjoy solo. He's nice, but. <laughs> He's probably going to have to get involved in that Lashley-Roman uh, match because when you factor in how strongly Lashley's been booked under Triple H and, like, with Roman's, like, non-clean finishes, you're going to need, like, probably a militia or the National Guard to put Lashley down in this match. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see him eating several finishers before, he getting, before getting speared, so – We'll probably even get like a visual victory for him, like with a ref knocked down and Roman tapping out to the hurt lock. Oh my god. Me heart can't take that because we know he ain't gonna get the title. I'll be mad. It's gonna be it's gonna be me at WrestleMania 19 all over again. Why the hell he gets to hit him with the Harlem hangover and then don't get to pin him? <laughs> Well, all right. This was a ton of fun, and um, you know, if, man, I appreciate you. I am so, dude. I, you know, you can you can edit this out, but but I swear to God, bro, when I sent you a couple more minutes, a few minutes, I did not mean to, bro. But I turned over and fell right back to sleep, dude. I don't know what happened, bro. <laughs> I had, awesome. I had just eaten some Jamaican food, bro, and like that that shit just the itis yeah, one. Put, bro. He'll so put you down, yeah. Dude, I and I, I the messed up thing is I set the alarm. I I, I took like a twenty minute nap, set the alarm. I saw you was getting set up. Like, okay, cool. I got up, started moving around. I sat back down, and then next thing I knew, it was like thirty minutes later. Like, oh shit! So my bad, bro. It was no, it was a Jamaican you, food, yeah. Jamaican food induced itis. You know, oh. it is what it is. You know. Well, if history repeats itself, I'll be seeing you on the 9th of June. Because for whatever reason. Fucking every every ninth day of the month, we're talking about some pay per view. So, hey man, listen, I enjoyed the tradition. We can keep it going. I'll be available if you're available, and I and I won't take eat Jamaican food. So, all right, cool. Well, we'll, we'll I, honestly, I'm down to keep this tradition going the ninth of every month because the pattern repeats itself. Think about it like this. Obviously, we'll have Night of Champions to talk about, but since I'm going to that SmackDown show the month after that, two days after the SmackDown show, so we'll have even more to talk about. Bro, man, my eye, right, well, cool. I'll see you June 9th, then, man. We're already set up. All right, sounds good to me, then. All right, man. Man, it was an absolute pleasure, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, see you, bro. Yes, sir.